Oh no, don't blow it out. <laughs> I can't hold it in. Hold on, hold on. You messed you messed it up. Oh. Recording. I gotta end it now. And that's a problem. Hmm. You know what? Oh, yes, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on Fresh Nation Radio, WJON. And we're going to have a great show tonight. I'm very excited, as I always am. And it's a pleasure, a pleasure to be here. We got a radio show, y'all. We got a radio show. Today's October 24th. October 24th. Time is moving on, 2023. And we're here once again to entertain you, sit with you, have some laughs, and we have a special guest coming in a little later. We're not going to reveal who that is right now, but I'll let you know that he he's an icon in the music business. Goes way back, way back to the days of grinding. If you know what I'm talking about, if you was there, then you already know what I'm saying. A little grind here, a little blue light in the basement, a little red light, a little waistline party. You, you had to be there to understand. This is a That's 70s icon and still moving forward. How y'all doing? Dolly Minette is in the building. What's going on? Yay! I am good. How are you, Les? How are you I'm doing? Great. I'm great. You see, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I see. Ready to just go. to let you know, grinding really went up until the what, eight late eighties. So yes, oh, really? I just about grinding. Yeah. Oh, 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 yes. that was right. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Know that. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I thought I was talking foreign language to you. Okay. No. Mm-mm. 
Oh, that stopped, I think, with uh, New Jack City. When, when New Jack City started taking off and the music from that, mm-hmm. that kind of dancing stopped. Okay, okay. Yeah. But then uh, R. Kelly came back and he said he wanted to bump and grind. Well, now that's when you whine. That's not grind. That's wine. So that's you turn your body the other way. Yeah, you want to do some crazy stuff, man. My goodness. We just want to grind. He want to bump and grind. He want to do crazy mm-hmm. things, man. Yeah, Tattletail, what's going on, brother? The comedians in the building. Oh, man. On, man. You took, hey, everybody. How y'all doing out there? <laughs> yeah, you took me back with that grind thing, man. I remember back in the clubs, back in the 70s, the DJ would come on with that deep. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now grot in time. And lights will go now. I just remember them in the rent huh? party. I just remember that in the rent parties. I was eight, rent I was party. in eighth grade okay. when I first saw grinding. And um I went to a party at a house. My mom, this is the crazy thing, my mom went with me. <laughs> uh-oh. 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 If you know Mary, she was not letting her child go to any party. Not there. And she dropped me off there. She was going around the corner. I don't know if she went to a, a, a diner or whatever, you know, because there's a lot of diners back then. And um, I that was the first time I saw grinding. Yep. Wow. Great. Wow. You know what? I, I was talking to somebody um, the other day. What happened to the house parties, man? Anybody doing house parties anymore? Nah, man. Except for grown oh, yeah. folks. I don't give house parties. Nobody at my house. I don't know. Mm-mm, no. Yeah. You know, when I was in high school, we had we had we had party. We had house parties throughout the neighborhood yep. every weekend. It was Friday and Saturday from I one part of the town. Yeah, mm-hmm. from one part of town to the next part of somebody's birthday, somebody in my class, somebody that we knew from the neighborhood. It was mm-hmm. multiple parties going on. And then, you know, we bounced to all of them. We'll go to this one. and uh, yeah. But the main, you know, but the person that had the real, there was always that one person that was very popular. And you knew everybody would be at that particular party. So you yep. just stopped by everybody else's party, paid little respects. You did show up. And then you snuck out and you went to the main went one. Went to the real party. But man, yeah. we had mm-hmm. You said you were in Queens at that time? No, no, no. I was in Bronx. Boogie Down Bronx. You still in the Bronx. Okay. Boogie Down yeah, Bronx. Those yeah. parties were big in the Queens. And don't let it be up in the projects. 40 projects was known for those. 40, <laughs> 40, 40 <laughs> projects. Yeah. Okay. Not that I would know because I was too young. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. uh, you know about the grinding. You know about the red party. What's going on? <laughs> I, got brothers. I got brothers and brothers talk and I listened by the I was famous for putting my ear up against the wall against the door to hear what was being said. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Yep. Yeah, I was up there in Eatmore projects in the Bronx, in Northeast Bronx. That's where I'm from. Yeah, so I know all about that. We used to get parties in my house, my brothers and I, you know, um, this music thing started a long time ago. My older brother is a percussionist. So he was professionally playing, playing and what have you. But then we always had the knack giving parties always mm-hmm. so my mother allowed us to actually birthday parties my birthday was always an event so we give it in the house you know and everybody come out you know from all different places we have a great time and that's when there was no dj you just put the record on and you drop yep. the next one you know or you started it over you know, we want to hear that again <laughs> especially, especially on the grind part you know play smokey yep. again play him again <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, man. I don't know what happened to those days. Uh, now that I'm grown, I would love to go to house parties like that. Mm-hmm. It was it was just a beautiful time. It was just a beautiful time. It was a know? crazy time, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. Mm
what would you consider in your own lifetime, different ages, whatever, what was the best decade to you? Now. My best now. decade is now. Okay. There was too much. There was just too much going on in the other decades, whether it was with my health or with school mm. or just figuring out what I wanted and who I was. This mm. this decade that I'm in was the best decade, I would say. I feel like I am in my 30s. Mm. I feel like it's a new beginning for me because I'm making decisions where I'm not thinking about getting sick. I'm thinking okay. about what I want. And okay. that's always so much fun. So it's the best. What about you, Tattletail? I don't know. You made my heart skip a beat when you talk about you in your 30s. I'm like, what the heck she talking no, I about? Said, I Feel like I'm the... well, my brain is saying that my body is saying something else. So. Uh, see, I, that sugar withdrawal got you talking out your head. You want some well, cocoa puffs or something? Days now, right? <laughs> 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 days now. <laughs> you know, 20, I lost twenty pounds. Oh, okay, okay. Slow process. Oh, man. Slow process if it's only been like sixty. A little over 60 days. So okay. that's good. We proud of you. We proud of you. Keep it going. Keep it going. That's good. That's I am. Uh-huh. Oh. That's inspiration. So Tattletail, what was the best decade for you, brother? Wow. It's hard to say because I, I I had good times in like in every decade, but as to like music, yeah. I'd say like the the best music was like between like yeah, in, in the uh, seventy to eighty, or even like or, or sixty five to seventy five, music music was good. I mean, there was so many groups out there that were that were putting it down, especially talking about our, you know our grind time. Remember, <laughs> brightest side of darkness with Love Joe. That was another a uh, 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 grind time uh, uh, cut. But I'm telling you something. You know, you be at those parties in the dark, grinding on that girl and. They flick the lights on. You're like, oh, whoa! I don't you look like that. Oh yeah, got on that ugly girl. <laughs> no, no, no doubt about it. That's how it. That's oh. how it was in the clubs back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, in the clubs, it, it's hilarious because I don't know if they still do this now, but I know like back in the clubs in the nineties, you know, everybody's on top of each other, everybody's feeling good, and then the lights come up, and you're like, woo. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Running out the door. Our guests is in the house. The stand by, brother. We'll be with you in in a few minutes. Just stand all by. All right, all right. Hey, listen. But you know, for me, for me, the decade, and I, I, I kind of equate it to to music. When I think about the music of the seventies, you know, when I was uh, in high school. And I think about that music, man. It was just like I saw a lot of things. I saw, I saw Motown when you know I was in elementary school, and that's what we knew. You know, we knew that. So I got out of elementary school, I think, in '69, and here come the Jackson Five. We could identify. <laughs> they were young like us. They were the same age as us. But prior to that, it was it was the Temptations in Motown for me. You know, it was just that that. Our, our parents would play that stuff mm-hmm. and we would play because it's all we really had. You know, you had the five stair steps and, you know, what have you. But for me, it was the Jackson five. I could identify with them. But the Temptations to me was that group 
going back, you know, and then Motown, the way it spread across the world and the nation, it was just like, that was cool. But I was a super duper, super duper, super duper duper Godfather of Soul fan. The wow. Godfather, James Brown, baby. That was our dude up in the boogie down Bronx. We would get together before the parties and we go to one of our partner's house and we fix our drinks and and and, mm -hmm. and is getting ready and we throw on the Godfather and 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 that would just get us amped up. We we go to the party and we turn them parties out. We turn them <laughs> out, man. James, see, James Brown was talking some stuff, you know, and, and people say, Oh, he can't see you. But let me tell you something. He was talking some real stuff that I understood when he said, get on up. When he said hot pads, when he talked about mm -hmm. being loud and crack, I'm proud. <laughs> yep. The thing about the 70s was the people that are icons now were young then. Our, our icons and superstars of today, the Gladys Knights and, yep. and the Smokies and all of them, they were young. They were young. And they wasn't at that status of iconic, that iconic status, but we watched them transform into who they became. And we lived and moved along and grew with them. You know what I'm saying? And the Marvin Gaze and and and, mm -hmm. and then the classic, the classic, classic music from 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 the Blue Magics and the Soul Generations and the and the and the Manhattans and the Persuaders and 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 the Intruders and all. When when all that started, it was just like, I mean, it it was just to me one of the best eras. Period. Because and then the '80s was cool. '80s was cool. They kind of, you know, they, they came with the with the bands and all of the that. Barge, and, yeah, the and all barge, that. They kind of the picked barge. it up. Yep. But there's nothing like a cat singing in a group doing those moves, and you got that 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 harmony, and then you got that unison, and then you got the steps, those magical steps they used to do. I remember seeing the Temptations at the Apollo when they had <laughs> the, mic, the mic stand that had the four four mics on it, right? And it was the Motown Review, and Gladys Knight was on there. The Temptations, Mary Wells, the whole crew. And I was like, wow, look at this. Look at this. It was just a great time. And the last thing, I saw James Brown at the Armory on 135th Street, right? Mm -hmm. Then I got an opportunity to meet him at Lehman College, man, backstage. And that just blew my mind. So the 70s, I was – and the only other thing about the 70s that was cool was that we were coming out of that that – Late fifties and sixties moved that civil rights movement, and then it was really about say loud, I'm black and I'm proud, man. And we started to express ourselves, you know, in a in a in a colorful way. And that's when the movies, the black exploitation, they call it, came out. And the cast that I yeah. looked up to was the Jim Browns, the Fred Williamsons, the 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 John Shaft, Richard Roundtree, my man Apollo Creed from the first Rocky. All of those dudes was like men to me when I see that. You know what I'm saying? Those were men when I looked as a young cat. And then when we went to the movies, it was Cooley High on steroids. Yeah. That Cooley High <laughs> was on steroids, man. And don't forget the Chinese movies. Yo, well, uh, everybody was a karate expert when we came the out of the movie. Movies. Yeah, uh, man. What was his name? Um, Bruce Lee. Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Bruce Lee. Everybody was yep. carrying those sticks, whatever you call those sticks. Noonchucks. 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 <laughs> And then we had, then we had our own. We had Jim Kelly, right? Jim Kelly, the hard way, man. You talk about some some bad dudes, man. And I just and look Richard at Pryor, be like that, and Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor, interwoven throughout it all, and Flip Wilson. Oh well, so Flip Wilson, Bill Cosby, <laughs> all of them. 
you talk about uh, uh, Diane Carroll with Julia. You're talking about mm -hmm. ground, yeah, groundbreaking stuff that right. we experienced, and it was just a magnificent time to live. From I was born in '57 to move forward to where we are today. I've, I've been blessed, man, and I'm really, really happy about that. I saw, I saw the coming of Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. I saw these these great people become even greater, you know, and experience some of the things that are iconic today. And what's mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's a beautiful thing, you know. Um, so I'm a '70s uh, teenager. '80s was cool. I became '80s. '90s was cool, but '70s and '80s was the bomb. Mm -hmm. Max yeah. Jr. <laughs> Uh, you know, they really are the generation of today are really they really are missing out on a lot of music and they, don't get me wrong the independent artists out there are ripping it up but they don't have the exposure of the radio stations like they used to where you have people like stokely making phenomenal music um and a lot of the music is reminiscent of back in the, the 70s and 80s that he he makes you know you have artists like that or lamone that we had on last the last week when we recorded last week and there is no really good I'd say I wouldn't even say venue but any good place to hear that type of music anymore and not even on Sirius XM because again it's 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 all about how many dollars can you right. get for this guy to get right. your music up there and exactly yeah there's that, so much music being missed well this really. is why I always say that we have to create our own and this is why mm -hmm. the radio station we started the digital station Fresh Nation Radio is one of the reasons why we started that primarily so that people like uh, Lamone and Stokely and and others that have independent. Uh, music can be played. And this is why we have to also come together, not with just one station, but there's a lot of internet stations that I've researched. Right. I know a few other people that own them. We have to come together so that we can build a coalition of these stations that can break some of this music. It, right. it, it's, you know, it's it's really a must. You know, it's really yeah. a must because it's a shame. It's about the dollars. How much how much you going to pay to play? And, it's, and you said it the last time. It's payola. It's payola. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's done in a different way. It's like okay, well, buy advertisement and then we'll play your record. It's the same thing. What's the difference? Exactly. You know, right? Different. Yeah. It, it really has reversed in a way that you know, you didn't really the radio stations did. I'm not the radio stations, but the record labels paid off the radio stations. But you could at least get up in there. You could find your way through the door and bring your music up and just beg someone or become friends with someone or with the interns or something. Right. You you don't even have that opportunity now. You know, so you have YouTube and people play their music on YouTube, but that only goes but so far if you don't have enough click clicks to get it up there. Mm -hmm. right? Who has who has all day to yeah. sit clicking and, and liking every single time it comes up so that your music can move up the ranks in in the data world, you know? Um it, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. yeah. But listen with, listen, with no further ado, <clears throat> we're gonna bring we talked about the seventies, the eighties. We're gonna bring a brother on right now who is the epitome of all of that of the and this gentleman i've known him for quite a few years now and he's always been a kind brother from from the way i see him he's always had a kind word i've never heard him say anything to me that wasn't right he's always been a gentleman and he put some music down and he is a soul survivor i look at him he's the oldest williams of this group that he has and these people like this gentleman here are necessary because without them, the music would not have transcended to where it is today. 
And with no further ado, I'm going to bring the brother, Mr. Cliff Perkins from Soul Generation hey. to our show. What's up, hey. Cliff? Hey. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Good, good. I'm just waking up. I'm just coming off the road, so I'm just waking up. You know you know how those old guys got to get them naps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, my brother. All good, man. It's very good to see you, man. Oh, man. It's a pleasure to be here. That's for yes. sure. Yes, yes. Let me introduce you to Dalia Manette, my co-host. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm excited. They've been they've been teasing me all day about I don't know nothing about music. <laughs> don't, don't let them do that. Don't let them do that. <laughs> I had to pull out my extensive list. It stops at the seventies. You're going into the eighties. I'm like that's 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 what I was at. But you know. well, that's, cool. that's cool. And we're not gonna hold that against you now. That's right. <laughs> we're gonna educate her. We're gonna educate her. Yeah. There you we, go. We there you go. We talk about you already talk about the grinding and all that. Me and Tabitha was kind of going in. Listen, you got a lot to do with that. <laughs> and you got a lot to do with that grind music, yeah. brother. Yeah, we, yeah, we thank you for that music, Cliff. I, I know. I, I used to tell you, <laughs> man, I made some babies on that music. I see that For real. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's happening, brother? How are you, man? What's going I'm, on with y'all? good, man. We, you know, we running. We just come out of Washington. We did a... Uh, Show down in Washington with Soul Generation, Black Ivory, and the Intruders. Oh, okay. Uh, sold out crowd, and the people were acting like it was 1972 again. You know, I said, Well, this is all right. It is. It <laughs> you is. know, you know people are asking for autographs and the same, you know, same stuff that went on in the 70s, man. But wow, isn't that something? It was and great. I, I work a lot, I do a lot of things around the country, and uh, I'm just, I'm just glad to still be able to do it. I see that back wall there, brother. I see that that that. Yeah, wall. yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> well, I, got, I got a few of them here in my house. You know, there's a few walls. I couldn't put everything up there. That's beautiful, man. That yeah. is beautiful. <laughs> Listen, before we get started, Dahlia's going to read a little bit about you. Okay. Um, go ahead, Dahlia. So, Mr. Cliff Perkins, you were part of Soul Generation, an yes, R&B group out of Jersey City. Yes. And Jersey, hello. Um, <laughs> And you had a number of hits in the 70s, including Body and Soul, That's the Way It's Gotta Be, Million Dollars, and mm -hmm. I Wonder What She's Doing, which that sounded very familiar when they played it for me. Uh -huh. So you were originally known as the Citations. So I, I want to know, why did you change the name? Well, when we put the group, when I put the group together, um, I never even thought I was the singer. You know, I just, I said, what I got to do, I got to get some guys that sing better than me and I'll put them around me. Mm. So I put the group together and we came up with this name, The Citations. So we carried that name for two years. We did a lot of local shows in Jersey City, Newark, East Orange and places like that. And uh, we were at a club called The Golden Wheel in, in East Orange. And a guy came in to see us. His name was Doc Bagby. Doc Bagby was a jazz musician. And he liked what we were doing, so he grabbed me and said, hey, man, I'd like to do some stuff with us. I said, fine. I said, no one else is doing anything with us. I said, you may as well come on. <laughs> <laughs> so Doc came to my house, and he sat down and talked, and we talked for a while, and he had some songs he wanted me to do. And uh, he said, man, he said, you know, that citation thing is really not happening. You know, I, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. care for that. So I said, wait a minute now. You just got in here. You talking about you don't like my name? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, said, 
listened to him and I said, well, maybe he's got a point. He said, I said, so what you got in mind, Doc? Doc said, you need to put some soul in it. Hmm. I said, okay, well, let's do some soul. Uh, I, I said, what about generation? He said, generation is nice. I said, how about soul generation? Wow. And he yeah. said, that's great. Listen, let's do that. And that's how we became soul generation. It was wow. done in 20 minutes in my house, sitting in my living room. So somebody Doc, telling you I don't wow. like your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Doc uh, uh, knew he couldn't take us nowhere. You know, he was trying to get himself together. But he said, look, I'm going to introduce you to a guy. And he might want to help you. So he called this guy up. And he said, the guy's going to call you. I said, OK. So the guy called me. I picked up the phone. And he said, I speak to Cliff. I said, yeah, this is Cliff. He said, this is Benny. I said, okay, hi, Benny, how you doing? He said, this is Benny King. Benny King from the Drifters? <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, Doc told me about you, and I'd like to get with you guys, and you come on out to my house. So we went out to, to Benny's house in Inglewood, and uh, he liked, he listened to the harmonies, because we were harmony nuts. We used to do the major sevenths and all those notes and, and, and really, really lay it out. We learned a lot of stuff from the four tops. Four times we used to do that harmony and that structure. And I, I said, man, that's what we need to do. Okay. So we, we sang for him and he loved it. He said, look, I got a song for you. He wrote a little song, part of a song for us called Chicago Woman. So we practiced it and practiced it. I'm going to take you all in the studio. So I said, cool, man. So we get back home, I guess about three weeks later. So phone rings, Benny calls me, says, Cliff, uh, we're going to have to put it off for a minute. I got to go on tour and uh, do some shows. And when I get back, I'll, I'll call you. I said, okay. That was the last time I talked to Benny King. Wow. 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 And I could never read him. He was always gone and stuff. So I said, well, I can't wait on Benny. Benny's got this right. thing together. So I got to move and, and, and put it together. So uh, we, we got with a guy who we went to high school with, a guy named Paul. And he said he had some songs and he had a song for us and he would like us to do it. So we said, okay. So we went down to Rutgers, Rutgers College, and because he was in college at the time, and we went down there and practiced this song, and we added all our flavors and all that stuff, so we finally put it together. The song was Body and Soul. Wow. Okay. okay. So Paul hooked it up, and, and he called me and said, look, we, we're going to go in and record this thing. So we go into New York, and we went to A&R Studios, big studio. All the big shots were in there, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., they all recorded in there. So they put me in the booth with this big boom mic. Back then they had the boom mics that hang down and mm -hmm. you know, and they put the group in another room. So I'm in the room watching and all these guys start coming in. They were all the musicians coming in, about 30 of them. So I said, man, wow. the other day. So they, they kicked kicked the song off, you know, because they read the charts, so they didn't have to practice. Right. So they read the charts, and I'm listening to the stuff. And I missed my cue to come in. <laughs> so I was watching them. <laughs> so the engineer clicked in and said, hey, Cliff, are you going to sing on this song or what? I said, okay. Everybody looked at you like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, what you doing? I was in awe. This is my first time in the studio. I'd never been to a studio before. And wow. I didn't think I was going to be recording anything. But uh, <laughs> when they cranked it up and we sang it, we did Body and Soul in one take. Wow. And that was Wow. It. We came back just to step back a little bit. See, I was a ball player. I was an athlete. I played baseball, and I was in Yankee Farm System for two years. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Paul called me and said, look, man, uh, we're trying to shop this record. I said, what record? I thought we were just going in and getting the tape and, and enjoy ourselves and call it a day. Man, you know, right, 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 right. 
uh, blue lights no, in the basement uh, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he was shopping the record. So he shopped the record and couldn't get no juice. Every, everybody who heard it said some kind of excuse. You know, oh, it sounded like this one. It sounded like that one. Oh, this is not the time for that. So we said, well, let's do it ourselves. So we put together mm-hmm. a label. Ebony Sounds Records. Paul had a partner, hmm. a guy named Harvey Posner, who owned 51% of the label. Hmm. So we went in and we 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 started shopping the records. I started up uh, pressing the records. So we pressed probably, I think it was 2,000 pieces. And we started sending them around to the, back then you sent them to the distributors. We had the one stops and in Baltimore, they had Maxi Waxy, and New York was better, I think, better distributed. So we sent records around. So we started started to get some movement on the record. Mm. So I went back to camp. I was playing b- baseball. So Paul called me and said, look, man, he said, I think we, we got something going on. I think we got a hit record. I said, man, what record? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we came back, and... Uh, we got a lot of action on the record. It started in Baltimore. We went to uh, WEBB, James Brown Radio Station. I'll never forget. We took the record down to him, and, and the, the uh, musical director was Jim Sears. So we gave the record to Jim. Jim listened to it on his headphones. He went in the back to talk to his other guy, whoever he talked to, and then he brought it out. Now, the DJ on playing the records that day was a guy named Curtis Anderson. So he told Curtis to run a little contest, play the record, and ask people to guess who it is. Mm. No one's going to mm. guess who it is because we brand new. We out the box. Right, right, right. <laughs> and we were getting stuff like, oh, that's the stylistics, or that's uh, Delphonics, or that's uh, Temptations, you know. And he ran this contest and he gave away a few records. And then when we left, they started playing a record. The record was getting a lot of miles. So it went from Baltimore into Washington at WOL and WOK. Bobby Bennett, a good friend of mine, he passed away, but Bobby Bennett picked it up and Bobby ran with it like it was his record. You know, mm, he wow. just he just he just did it and records started taking on and it started charting. So when it started charting, you know, that means that something is going on, you know. <laughs> so what it did was started getting us work. So our first show was in Baltimore at the Civic Center. Now listen, we only have one record out. Mm. So we get, uh, what was his name? Uh, I forget the promoter's name. We, we went into town and he said, okay, Soul Generation, we want you to do a half hour. Woo! Say, what? What? One record, man. I, you know, I can't sing a half hour. <laughs> I said, we got a problem. It was Teddy Powell. I said, Mr. Powell, I said, we got a problem. We can't do no half hour. We got one song. He said, well, you better get some other stuff and put around us. So we went in that day, we went in the dressing room and learned three other songs. Wow. Mm-hmm. They were cover wow. songs. And we put them mm-hmm. around. Of course, Body and Soul was the last song we did. But we we covered a Fifth Dimension song. We covered uh, a, a Spinner song. I think we covered an OJ song. Mm-hmm. And we just went out there and sang them. And I think we got more applause from the covers than we did for us. <laughs> <laughs> we worked so hard. We was uh-huh. <laughs> but that was that was kind of the start of our working. From there, we got recognition, and and Mr. Powell called me and said, "Look, I want to uh, put you guys on a little tour." So we went on a tour, ninety day tour with Teddy Powell. We went with the OJ's, a Hal Melvin Blue Notes, mm. Ingredient, Al Green, and Laura Lee. Mm. 
Wow. 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 We two buses. Nice. We were on one bus and the bands were on the other bus. And we went wow. 90 days. We was out there. We stopped in. And when I stopped home, I just grabbed the bag and, and kept on going. But we wow. did that. And uh, it, it was pretty cool. And, and Mr. Powell started his mess again because what he used to do, he used to get the hottest group in that town. If you go to Baltimore, a soul generation was number one or number two, we would headline. So when okay. he came to me and said, we're in North Carolina, the record was blowing up. Body Soul was blowing up. He said, okay, he just called me Youngblood. He said, all right, Youngblood, y'all going to headline tonight. I said, Mr. Powell, we, uh, you know, we got one record out. We can't, how are we going to headline? Mm. <laughs> so he looked at me and said, he said, you know, you're right, Youngblood. OJ's, you up. <laughs> <laughs> so OJ's headline. And and Al Green headlined some other town, and we just went around, ran around. Wow, that's nice. Wow, that's nice. But, man. You know, but when we came back, you know, this when Body and Soul came out, it was doing very well. And then I get a phone call from some guys, and they said, uh, "We just bought the rights to the record label and uh, Body and Soul." I said, "What you talking about?" So I called my cousin, who was uh, an attorney at the time. And I said, "Bill, I think we got a problem." So Bill called those guys back and set, set an appointment up with him in his office. So we went to his office. It was so funny. So we were there. The Paul guys who, who wrote the song, he was there. And then they came in. When they walked in, the door, it was a bunch of gangsters. They were, wow. Really? They were gangsters. They came in with the shark skin suits and the big cigars, you know. And my cousin was funny. You know, he, he said, y'all got to put them cigars out. You're burning up my place in here. <laughs> take it easy, bro. Don't get excited now. Just take it easy. So they came in and said, and I said, look, that what they told us, they said, we want to continue the record. We want this guy here to produce y'all, and, and we'll continue on. And, and they said, we got a little advance for you. So they brought checks for $10,000 a piece. Mm. That's so we looked at the producer. We said, "What you want to do, man?" So he didn't want no parts of it. So he got up and just left. Mm-hmm. Wow! So, really? Yeah. Wow! So the I wasn't leaving. I seen the money. I knew I wasn't leaving. <laughs> 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 so, and what they did, they stopped body and soul midway because they owned it and they didn't want him to 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 do anything with it at that point. They stopped the pressing right. plants. They hired a guy named Joe Zinzak, who was Gladys Knight the Pips uh, attorney, and Shep Gordon. I don't know if you ever heard of that name, Shep Gordon, yeah. who handled Alice Cooper. He also handled Luther for a while. And uh, <clears throat> Joe Zinzak stopped the record. They, Paul couldn't do nothing with the record, couldn't press none, couldn't do nothing. Wow. So we met with those guys. We went to their office. They said, look, we're going to start it again, and we're going to get this thing rolling for you. So they did. They put the money up. They got started pressing. Next thing I know, we were getting orders for $20,000, $30,000. Nice. was up around the country, man. Before we even got any play in New York, we was gold. Wow. Was gold before we even got any play, before Frankie Crocker did anything to that song. Wow, really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. And it was, nice. it, was, it was really exciting. So we're going, doing all of this stuff. So what they did, they asked me to come in and help them kind of promote, because they didn't have a staff. Just, they were brand new with this stuff. They're gangsters, you know, you know, gangsters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So they, uh, they you, had to break a, you had to break somebody's legs. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're good at that. If I needed that, I'll tell you a little bit about that too. <laughs> so they said, we need 
need you to help us out the record. He said, we're going to put a bunch of records in the station wagon and you take them down to the distributor. So I went down to Washington, Baltimore and uh, Virginia and Waxy Maxi handle all that. I'd drop off a thousand here, 2000 here, 3000 here. And I'd come back to Jersey and get into the shed and practice so we can get out here and do our shows. So this went on for about three. So they came to me and said, look, we like what you're doing. We want to give you a piece of the company. So they gave me 45% of Ebony Sounds records. Wow. They kept the controlling him. Now, I, here I'm an artist. I'm probably the only black artist back then that owned the record company. I owned the masters. I owned everything. Wow. And, uh, wow. Everything that came out on that label, I had 45% of it. Million Dollars was our next single. It came out. Mm -hmm. Went platinum. I had 45% of the whole deal. We had... Uh, uh, oh, Calypso, a Calypso guy singing. Oh, I forget his guy's name. And we had a band called Juice. They had a record out. They covered Dionne Warwick's Walk On By. And, you know, I had a piece of all of that stuff. And then I was also doing my Soul Generation stage stuff. So I learned a lot doing that. So I, I what I did, I started getting a little smarter. I set up a production company. I did a publishing mm. company. I have a management company. And I have a, another rep, record label called Two Class Records. And um, and that went on for till now. I mean, I still own 45% of that label. And uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, no good. doubt. So, and what I did, we set up, you know, I called my cousin. I said, a funny story. We're at the Apollo Theater and I had $5,000 in my pocket. Right, and I'm dancing around the stage, and it just hit me. <laughs> I can't be hitting the stage with this kind of money in my pocket and stuff. We got to do something with this money. So I called Billy. I said, "Bill, I said we got to set something up so you know we can do something with this money and make some money." So we set up uh, a company. We went, you know, did the INC on Soul Generation, and we paid taxes. We paid unemployment insurance. We set up a. a, a uh, well, a trust fund, and we had uh, had a few other companies underneath the INC, mm -hmm. and we paid everybody a salary every week. When we worked, they got paid. When we didn't work, they got paid. Okay. And, and this went on for a, a lot of years. I mean, we had a health health insurance plan too. We were operating as a regular, like IBM. Nice. We were operating. Nice, very okay. nice, very good. Yeah, so and we still are. I mean, we still we're still running like this, and uh, it was, it's just been a good situation. I don't have no long drawn out beat them stories, you know, where I got yeah. beat out of this and beat out of that because good. Glad to hear that. <laughs> I wasn't <beat> that. <laughs> glad to hear that. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, smart, I'm still, smart. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still spending Soul Generation money from the seventies. I mean, you know. Wow. Like, wow. Just like that, you know. Yeah. And now guys sampling and all that stuff, they got to come to me for the samples and and you know with samples, there's no amount, high, no amount you can charge. You can charge as much as you want for a sample. Right, right. Mm. Wu, -Tang, Wu Tang Clan called me and said they wanted to sample Body and Soul, so we put a figure on it and uh, we worked it out. And you know we've had a, quite a few samples on Body and Soul and, and Million Dollars. And uh, mm -hmm. I just got a call the other day. A guy called me and says he wants to record Million Dollars. Like, Kenny. I said, sure, you can. I said, let's get the paperwork done, and you can record all you want. There you go. There you go. Every time you get that screen, that's all you want. That's excellent. That's 
excellent. But you know, we've been we've been operating pretty good, and we've been running pretty good. We 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 stepped back a little bit for a little bit, and um, the guys wanted to take a break, so I wasn't ready to take a break. So what happened was I went into uh, um, where we go to Inglewood, and I ran into Sylvia Robinson, who ran Sugar Hill Records. Mm-hmm. She was in the in the courts with uh, Al Goodman and them. They were feuding about the name, the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So she says, I'm getting ready to take the name back from them guys and, and whatever. So that's when they started Ray Goodman and Brown. Right. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm going to put out another um, a moments group. I, she, said, I, she said, I want you in it. So she hired me to be in the new moments. And we cut cut a song called Baby Let's Rap. And we did, uh, we did a whole album. Mm-hmm. And I went out with them for a little while, and the things got kind of crazy over there with the money. The money wasn't you know, a little strange, so I, I said, uh, "Bye." <laughs> I got I got away from it. Yeah, yeah, it was just bye. I just didn't want to deal with craziness. So, but I've been I've been I started with the Platters. Really? Yeah, yeah. They they called me. Uh, Oh, shoot. What was the girl's name? Zola. Zola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zola called me and says, you know, I got a. She had like five platter groups. They were around. All the platter groups were working around the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So she said, I got a platter group that's going into Panama. Can you go? I said, yeah, if I'm getting paid, I can go. So I went into Panama with the platters for about four or five weeks. And we didn't do nothing. Background singers didn't do nothing but stand there and snap the finger with the tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And the lead singer did all the work, so it was it was fine for me, you know. Uh, uh, uh. And then I came out. We finished our little stint with that, and then uh, I just got involved with a lot of different other groups. You know, Harry Ray when he left the Moments and did his solo album, I was on that solo album with him, and I did some wow. with him. And and then uh, this group out of Jersey City called Tomorrow's Edition. I've heard of them. Yeah, 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 in the grooves. They made a record in the grooves. Okay, and uh, I did some work with them, and then it was fun. Not funny, but Tony Sylvester called me from the meeting greeting. He had gotten sick. <laughs> Panama. Yeah, yeah, that was my guy. He said, Look, man, "I can't go on the road." So he had like about twenty dates. He said, "Can you do them?" I said, "Yeah, I'll do them for you." So I went out. It was me, Luther, and another lead singer, Carlton. His name was. And we went out and we did our 20 dates and, and I came back and you know, I dusted myself off and, and kept on moving. <laughs> so <laughs> Blue Magic calls me. Yes, yes, yes. One of their guys, you know, they didn't have a lead singer. So they called me in to, to do some lead singing for them and, and travel with them. So I did I did a mini tour with Blue Magic. And uh, so I, I got a long history of working with a lot of different folks. Yes, mm-hmm. see, I remember oh, yeah. Blue Magic. I remember Blue Magic now. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Me and Wendell and yeah. East. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we did did Newark. We did Baltimore, Washington, Virginia. We did uh, L.A. It's a funny story about L.A. It was snowing here. So they were booked over in L.A. And they called me and said, can you go to L.A. with us? I said, yeah, let's go. So I got my ticket and everything, got on the plane. Mo, who's with him now still, and Mo got his ticket. So we, me and Mo land in L.A. So we're calling him and where you at? Keith and Wendell couldn't get a flight out. Oh, oh wow. Now you got two blue magic. Two, two magic. Two <laughs> magic. A, a big theater. It's a big theater. It's a guy, uh, what's his name? Alan Beck show. Alan <laughs> Beck does all those big shows in California. 
So we got there, we went in, and we told him that the other two guys are not going to be. He says, well, I don't know, man, two guys going out. I said, look, man, I came away from Jersey. Unless you're just going to pay me to do nothing, I'll take the money and go back home. That's cool. He said, no, I ain't going to do that. I got to go hit that stage so I can get paid because I came all the way out there. So me and Mo hit the stage as Blue Magic. We were like Sam and Dave. What? I did all the wow. 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 Mo, huh? You and Mo, huh? Wow. That's and we burned, oh, man. we burned that stage up, man. And we came oh, down. Right. And Alan Beck said, man, where did you guys come from? Who, you know, who are you? I, and I told him, I said, I'm Soul Generation. I said, you play my records here. And he said, well, I got to get you guys back here, Soul Generation. And, you know, we, we got that. Well, that's nice. that's, that's, that's excellent, man. I didn't know that one. That's a hell of a Yeah, man. Right it, was, it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> wow. So now, you know, I mean, now I'm running, you know, back with the group with Soul Generation. I have my wife in the group who's been yes. in the group. And yes. she's mm-hmm. really I mean, I put in a good because she could really sing. Just, oh, she's bad. She's bad. Yeah. She's yeah. Oh, yeah. She's bad. And yeah, the brother, I, man. The brother. All I do brother. is turn her loose. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just turn her loose and do your thing, you know. And then I got another guy, Donald Taylor. Donald's bad boy, man. Nice yeah. guy, man. Cool yeah, brother, man. Yeah. So we going yeah. out as three. You know, we originally started with four guys, but uh, mm-hmm. when uh, when the guys want to uh, retire. I've always loved the fifth dimension because I've always loved mm-hmm. that sound woman in the group. And they right. had two women. I loved right. that harmony. So I said to myself, I said, if I ever get a chance, I'm going to put a woman in my group. So when the two guys retired, the light bulb yeah. went off. You know, I said, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, come on, let's go. And now we got that kind of sound. We got that female. Wow. Woman, one up there and I'm underneath her and we, we interchanging notes and stuff. Right. And, you know, so it's it is really working out fine. And um You had your daughter with you at one point. Yeah, right? I had Crystal with me. Crystal wanted to do some solo stuff, so I just said, Go do it. And you're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. If you ever get tired, you know, come on back, ain't no big deal. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. I make room, I there's always a note. <laughs> man, always I like enough. that harmony stuff, man. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always a note. We can get you on a note. That ain't no problem. <laughs> That's nice, man. You know, we've been running real good, and and we got a lot of dates and come out of Washington. We got Canada, we got LA, we got Frisco, we got uh, Newark, we got Jersey. You man, know, so. you know, you know, Cliff. I still haven't gotten you yet, man. All this time, I know we've been talking for years, man. And I still haven't got an opportunity to work it out yet, man. But it's gonna come, brother. <laughs> I, you know, we. we We've that's talked many times, man, and I just couldn't get it together, man. But let's damn. do it, man. Get it together. Let's do it. Let's have some fun, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. For it's, real. Now, it's not. It's not really too much about the money now. I'm just having fun, enjoying myself. I made a lot of money with the other stuff and mm-hmm. label and stuff, you know. So I go in and I work. You know, I don't tell people I'm cheap, but you know, I go in and work things out with folks. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you was always- look at man. You give a show. And if you- <laughs> Pay me a little less, and you make some money at the end. Well, hit me off at the end, you know. Right. And if you don't hit me off, I'll, I'll know about it because I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No doubt about it. No yeah. doubt about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, hey, oh, hey, let, man. Hey, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who did you? What was the guys that you started? What was what was their names again? Uh, Earl Davenport, who passed away. Uh, Jeff Burgess. Jeff Burgess is the one who wrote "If I Had a Million Dollars." Okay. Uh, and uh, Herman Hammond. 
and myself. That was the four guys. And okay. then when Jeff died, when uh, Earl died, we got another guy named Mike Murphy. And then when Mike yeah, got sick, we got another guy named Ted. You know, so I was, I was just, it was like a revolving door. Things were happening. So right. but, mm-hmm. uh, I just wasn't letting that stop me. You know, I'd, I'd make it happen no matter what I had to do. And, mm-hmm. and uh, So now we got these three and we've been rolling with these three for, for the last, I don't know, 12 years, 12, 13 years mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's, yeah. Let me ask you this now, 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 here again, I say that. Everyone looks at the temptations. Oh, Otis, you know, Otis is holding it down. He's the original guy. He, but there's so many of you in these groups that keep it going, that keep these groups going no matter what. What is the driving force in you that wants to keep gener- soul generation continuing to move forward and, and just not stopping, man, and just keeping it going? How, how do you look at that? Well, I think with me, it was about having a hit record. Right out the box. When we had a hit record right out the box, I said, man, I can have another one right out the box and mm-hmm. another one and another one. I've been blessed to be able to do that. Most, you know, I got nine gold records and four platinum records. Wow. Wow. You got gold 45 there too. 45. Back then, we, that's all we used to do was yeah. 45. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I've never yeah. seen gold 45. Body and soul, million dollars, in your way, wait so long, yesterday's memories, I wonder what she's doing. These are all quiet, million selling records. Praying for a miracle. Yeah. Your way, music to my ears. I mean, wow, Chris. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I mean, that stuff was coming out and we was putting it on 45s and, and moving them and running them out. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I mean I've been I've got a lot of lot of accolades, a lot of keys to cities around the country and and uh you know plaques and all this stuff that's hanging on my way in my wall down. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, hey, no. you deserve it, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You deserve yeah. it, brother. Yeah. 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 I think just having that first record kind of keeps me going, you know, and you don't want to back out now. It's like right. a fight, you know, you don't want to back down from the fight. You want to fight, knock me out. Right. Right. But they haven't mm-hmm. knocked me out. Right. Yeah. I see that. You know, so I'm, I'm constantly working. I'm, I'm doing great places. It's not like I'm singing in smoky rooms. I don't do little clubs and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing big halls. I'm doing, you know, outdoor concerts. You mm-hmm. know, I do the stuff mm-hmm. with Vanessa down in Atlantic City. And right. She has right. a great program there. And that's my, my friend. And whenever she needs me, she calls me in Atlantic City. I do it. Get ready to do this big show with Lincoln Sessoms. Yes. 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 The, the the list on that show was crazy. Jeffrey Osborne, the Manhattans, Tavares, Confunction, Reagan and Brown, mm-hmm. Tramp, Switch, <laughs> Keith Washington, Peaches and Herb, Tim Trees, and Federation, Peach and Cliff Burton. There you go. There I mean, go. what's wrong with that? For real. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, you know, God willing, I, I will be there. I'm always there. I'll, I'll be, be there. there. <laughs> I don't miss that one. I do not yeah. miss that one, man. Yeah, what's we the date? Yeah. Oh, what's the date on that? Next, next year. What's the date? I think, yes, yeah, December the 9th, 9th through the 16th. Or 2024. 2024. 6th through the 10th. Yeah. That's what it is. 6th yeah. through the yeah. 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know. But like, yeah, I, got, I got dates. And that's 2024, you said? Not 2024. Yeah, 2024. 2024. I got 30 dates in 2024. All right. Wow. Yeah. Nice. It's there, you know, take them. And, and I take what I want to take now. I don't. I don't just go every every weekend and all that other stuff, man. I'm, I'm too old to be hitting that road <laughs> like that. When Body Soul came out, man, we was, oh, it was just crazy. In 72, I was home one day. Wow. Wow. 
Body or Soul came out in 1972. I was home one day. Wow, that's and crazy, that was just man. come in and change my clothes. Wow, that's wow. what I know. <laughs> yeah, because the work was there. I mean, you had a lot of organizations, a lot of production companies that were having shows like Showstoppers. Uh, Showstoppers used to manage, I think, Black Ivory and Black Ivory. We always work a lot together. And Sparky Martin and those guys ran Showstoppers, and and uh, they did great things, man. Had great shows all around the country, you know. Nice, so, I love it. Yeah, and Teddy Powell, and, and and a lot of independents. But we talk about the gangsters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look here. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. We're doing a show in Newark. So <laughs> called me, and I don't want to say his name because he's still around, so I don't want him, you know, being all feeling bad and everything, but. We're doing a show in Newark. We're on stage singing. He gave us a deposit. And uh, we're on stage singing. So I see him from the stage. And he was like going through the crowd. It looked like he's going towards the door. <laughs> so I said to one of the guys who was with us, it was Joe. His name was Joe, Joe Sedano. I said, Joe, get the best of the money. So Joe followed him outside. And he was leaving. Mm. <laughs> right? So Joe had his... his bodyguard outside in the car so he called his bodyguard they drove the car and watched him go around the corner they drove right around the corner and grabbed him and i ain't never heard of nobody getting their back teeth knocked out oh wow. <laughs> they, wow. knocked, they knocked everything out of his mouth wow and what happened was he wound up paying us more than we asked for i bet he did <laughs> I just, bet he did. Yeah, and he called me one day. He said, "Look, man, I, I, you know, I like to book you, but I can't mess with you." He says, "You, you still got to be." He got false teeth now. I right? can't mess with him. I can't do it. But but he was trying to be slick, and he's still doing the reason stuff. why like, no one knows. Look, man, I need a picture for. He wanted to get a picture so he can put it on the flyer. Advertise that we're gonna be there and no, we're not, and sell tickets on it. Oh, that's wow, he didn't learn his lesson yet. He hasn't learned that. Wow, yeah. I said, I say, man, I said, you, you really don't want to do that with me, I, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. don't let the high boys fool you, okay? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all his teeth knocked out. He ain't learned, he hasn't Ooh, learned anything. <laughs> That's that's but crazy. He needed his gums broken or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he going Gumby now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still alive? Yeah, he's still around. And you can still see it. The face is all, you know. Oh, man. Hey. hey before, before, Cliff, before I forget, I want to give a shout out to Star Car Productions. Yeah, that's uh, my girl. Yeah, man. Star Car, good people, man. I want to shout her out. She. She arranged this uh, interview with you on here, even though I know you. Uh, she arranged that interview. And, uh, I just want to give her a shout out. She's doing big things. She's got a thing coming up where uh, there's going to be a day for R&B. She's establishing that. So um, I have the pleasure of being a part of that committee as well. So I'm looking forward to that where we can recognize R&B and make a day of it. Yeah, unless you and I, because yeah. I'm part of it also. Oh, well, then I see you there, brother. You know yeah, what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of it. When good. she called me, I know her for a long time, and uh, she's been, been hemming and hawing about different things, and she mm. finally got it together and, good. and doing, good. doing good things. And she calls me every other day and says, I got an interview for you. I said, okay, let's good. go. 
Good, 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 good. <laughs> shout out. You know, in the UK, she books in LA. You know, she had me on. You know, every time I tell her, I said my schedule book it between Tuesday and, and, and Thursday because the weekend I'm going. <laughs> got you, got you. Very nice. So I'm looking forward to that, but that's going to be really good to pay homage to to that uh, that classic classic R and B, uh, real R and B as I like to call it. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, it needs to be preserved, and we definitely need to celebrate those that are still left, and then of course those who are no longer here. That yeah. legacy needs to be, you know, remembered and celebrated. Yeah, so that's gonna be cool. A lot of great things, man. Them Delphonics and Temptations, mm-hmm. music, man. Yeah. I heard you talking about the Temptations. Oh man, you already know, brother. You already <laughs> yeah, know. Listen, man. when they when they said the Temptations got a new record out, I didn't have to even hear it. I just go to the record store and get it. That's it. That's give me it. the Temptations new record. What That's is right. it? I don't know. Just give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what I want to ask you? The choreographer. Who's the choreographer? I am. I thought so. Yes, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all got some fly moves, man. Y'all got some fly yep. moves. I mean. You still do those moves? Yeah. You get up there. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me tell you something about them moves. When we first started, you know, the guys, you know, when you're 20 years old and 19 years old, you can do a lot of things that you can't do now, you know, like splits <laughs> and all that stuff. So I said to the guys, I said, look, we're not going to do any splits. We're not going to be doing any of that crazy stuff, you know, jumping off the stage and flipping and all that stuff. <laughs> I said, we're 20 today. Soon that 20 going to be 40. And that 40 going to be 60. And I, at 60, 70 years old, I can't be doing no splits, man. <laughs> <laughs> So I kept the routine. I'm doing the same routines <laughs> now. You know, we add a few little things, but most of the stuff is basically the same as we did it in 1972. Wow. wow. And I just add a little thing here just for my own craziness, you know. Now, Donald helps every once in a while. You know, he's got a few steps, and I, I listen. You know, he's younger, right. so I let him show his stuff, and I tell him, no, nope, ain't doing that. So I get, get something a little older, my friend. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man, it's it's been a great ride for me, man. I mean, I'm wow. just having fun and, and you know what I like about it though, man, I like the camaraderie with all the groups and stuff. Oh yeah. When I before I started singing, I used to hear like the Temptations and Supremes and OJs and all that kind of stuff. And and once I put body and soul out, I became part of them. Part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. go to the shows and you're on the show with them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'll never forget when Body and Soul was really hot. We were going to Philadelphia. Merv Griffin. Was it Merv Griffin? Yeah, Merv Griffin had a telethon in Philadelphia. So they had the limousine and they brought us down and we walked into the place. And over here was the Temptations. On one side was Supremes, and you had the Four Tops. Uh, I think you had the OJs, and you had Sly Stone. Mm. They walked us in and said, Soul Generation, up first. And I was expecting to go in there and sit for nine hours, you know, let all the other groups go. Yeah. We walked right in, and they put us on stage, and uh, Cannibal Adley was the musical director. Cannibal Adley. Mm. Yep, for, mm. for the music. And they cranked up Body and Soul, and we sang Body and Soul, and we did a little extra thing on Body and Soul, and came off, and Gone, gone to the next day. And wow! We wow! All but I, you know, I got to meet the guys, and it was really, it's, it's, it's really, you know, in my phone, I got temptation numbers and wow. DJ numbers and stuff wow. like that, you know, and it's, it's just great, you know. Still, like Black Ivy, we we're working together um, this weekend. Black Ivy and I, Ivy and I started around the same time when they put you and I yep. out. I to see them at yep. 
we all the same, you and I. Right. And then we started right. doing shows together. And they're, they're real good friends. They're great people, you know. And and Vanessa and them, I mean, they just do classy stuff. And and uh, it's it's just great. Gerald Alston, you know. I was, Alston. Yeah, Gerald, mm-hmm. Gerald's been a friend of mine when he first came to the group. See, before mm-hmm. Gerald got in the group, there was another guy named Smitty. Right. Okay. And Blue was kind of my mentor. Okay. Mm. Wow. Lived in Jersey City. And I used to go to their rehearsals. And sit around and just watch them rehearse. This is when they had Smitty. And then when Smitty got sick, um, they brought another guy named Phil Terrell, who, who I became very good friends with. And then when Phil left, they got Gerald. So Gerald used to come to Jersey City and rehearse. And and I'd be sitting there at their rehearsals and stuff. And I would go to some of their shows with them. And I was really like, my chest was stuck out four miles wide. I went to the show. <laughs> <laughs> And the Manhattan was on stage doing, Blue was doing his thing. And he kind of like, midway through his introduction, he introduced me. Now, I didn't even have a record out. I was trying to get things together. Wow. But he introduced me, and the place was packed. Introduced me as up-and-coming singer and look out for this guy, blah, 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 blah. And nice. I was like, just so in awe of that, man. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm signing autographs. I don't even know what for because I didn't have nothing. <laughs> 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 but that was because of Blue. You know, Blue had that. Blue love it. Blue love it. Yeah, Blue love it. I miss yeah. that guy immensely. Wow. So, Cliff, yeah. who, who, as you are a teenager coming up, who were your, who were your groups or idols or stars that you looked at that kind of influenced you? Little Anthony Imperials. Oh, wait a minute. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. People don't talk about they don't talk about Lil Anthony enough, man. That was a the, bad man right man, there. Oh, they, man, they the harmony, bad. the harmony structures. Oh, man. My father took me to the Brooklyn Fox. This is when I I really knew I wanted to try to do this thing. It was Little Anthony's and it was Temptations and some a local band. Well, Anthony came out there. He had on these gloves. They all had gloves on. The stage was black. When they came out and put that black light on, and all you could see was the hands doing it. And I'm sitting there, I'm saying, man, oh, man, what's going on here? You know, and they turned the lights up, and them cats was doing splits. I'm all right, and all that, doing splits and jumping around. I said, them cats is bad. Then they introduced the Temptations. That was just, that was the epitome of everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie and them came out doing their thing. That was when David was with them, you know. And wow, it was just, it was, it was just. Mm. When I left out there, I was starstruck. <laughs> I can understand it. I, I said, man, I, you know, I'd like to go meet them guys, but I was, you know, I was a pint and a half, so I, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that's when I knew. I said, I'd like to try that, and then. Mm-hmm. Things progressed. I eventually got enough nerve to call somebody and, and put the group together. And what and what what made you what made you feel that you could actually do this professionally? I mean, when did you know your voice was right for that? I didn't know. I never knew. Mm. When I was in school in high school, they had a club, a music club, and uh, a lot of guys in the club used to come in and we do a forty I, forty five minutes in school. So I only took the class because I got credit. I would never sing. I was sitting there and listening to the guys that could sing. And uh, one of the guys that could sing was Pee Wee, who was in my, eventually got into my group, and Earl, who eventually got into my group. And I would sit there and watch them. So then the teacher said, look, you can't come here and just do nothing. So you have to, <laughs> you have to do something. <laughs> I dance? They said, no, this is not a dance class. <laughs> 
we start practicing. <laughs> we start practicing on the song. They were having some kind of cabaret in the school, and we got picked to be on the cabaret. And one of the songs we started were doing was So Much In Love by The Times. So I had it down pretty good. You know, my voice wasn't what it is now. I had a, a deeper voice. So I said, man, let's go do this. I got this. I got this. So we went upstairs and the band was, we had a little band, a little keyboard player playing to start it out. And we got to sing it. Midway through the song, my voice changed. Really? I couldn't, I could oh. not go down to, to those notes and I didn't have the knowledge to make the movement to right to get the thing done. And I was squeaking and popping and and, and I mean it was just <laughs> it was rough, man. You know, and my instinct took over. I went into uh introduction. I started talking. <laughs> I, I think I introduced everybody in the theater. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Wow. I thought I was sick or something. I went, we went to my mother took me to the doctor and the whole nine yards. She said, No, you said your voice is, is changing, it's progressively going up instead of Mm. Never did settle. Yeah. Yeah. I went into most of, no, a lot of stuff is natural. Mm. A, lot, a lot of my stuff is natural. Some a million dollars, you know, when we go do the yelling, that's that's the falsetto, but the lead parts are natural. Wow. So your voice got higher and it not got lower. higher. <laughs> wow. you know, amazing, huh? What the heck? So, <laughs> I, I didn't know it. Oh, to this God. day, I still can't hit them notes where he was, you know, with George Williams <laughs> without choking. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some uh oh, man. classic album. We're gonna we're gonna show this little little this picture of you guys. Oh, ah. yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's there you in the front, is. right? That's you, right? Looks like Shaft, all yeah. of you all. Mm -hmm. you. <laughs> to, the right of, to the right of me, well, if you're looking at it, Mason, to the right of me is Herman. Directly behind me was Earl. That's the one who passed away. And the one on the other side is Jeff. Okay. And he's the one with a million dollars. Now, that picture, let me tell you about that picture now. Uh -huh. We uh we had some tours going and some shows going on, but we went in to do this photo session. A guy named photographer was Alan Breslow. I remember him. So they did this photo and they put the photos out. So we're at a party. The Isaac brothers had a party in New York. So we got invited. So we went to the party and uh, Gordon Parks was there. Gordon Parks. Wow. Now, Mr. Parks came up to me and said, look, I, you know, I'm getting ready to do a movie. You know, and you guys, I seen a picture of you guys. He says, that you? I said, yeah, that's me. <laughs> so he said, uh, <laughs> You know, we might might be able to use y'all in some of the some of the movie. Wow! Yes. Little did yes. I know, you know, the movie was Superfly. Superfly. There you mm -hmm. go. Okay. Come on. Yes, sir. So when he said that, I said, "Oh, that's cool." You know, but then we got a call to go to London, to the to the top of the town, talk of the town, to open up for the Temptations. Mm. Mm. So here's a guy saying he's gonna make a movie. And here's the temptation saying, we got a show. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> at the same time they were shooting this movie, we kind of turned it down because we went to London to go you know, do our show. See. Little do I know that Superfly was going to be Superfly, you know. Yeah, wow. <laughs> crystal ball, I did the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Nice. Here's another, here's another picture of Cliff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Oh, yeah. 
New York City. Yeah, that's at the casino in New York City. That's on the end is my wife, Vita, and next to her is my daughter, Crystal. Okay, nice, nice. And Donald, and of course me, you know. And uh, Y'all sharp, man. Looking good, looking good, brother. Yeah, man, For I'm real. A, yeah, I've been a proponent of that looking good stuff, man. I just think if you sound bad, you sound bad at least you got them with your looks. You know what I'm saying? That's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. They say, man, y'all sound bad, but did I look good? You're just pulling out all the pictures. Yeah. yeah that was done. We were at a... a we were getting ready to go on and, and well, we had to go change, but that guy got us. He said, Can, can I get a picture? I said, Okay, go ahead. And he just took the picture and we we're getting ready to go to the restroom to get changed. Nice, nice. Hey, hey, let me ask you this, man, because I know I, how many times have people said you look like Richard Pryor, man? How many times? Every day to right now. <laughs> uh, uh, how, about, how about last week? A guy named Duncan Donut. <laughs> he said, man, he said, man. man. Let me tell you, man. You look like, and I said, Richard Pryor. And he said, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, that's true, and man. I know you do, brother. I know you do, man. Wow, wow. And I tell him in a minute, I said, you got to be scared then you be, be scared right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> wow, wow. But that's not a bad thing. Richard was a, a, a superstar, you know? Yeah. Yep. Iconic, star, man. man. Richard Iconic, was a funny yeah. cat, man. Yep. Hey, that, hey, Cliff. Was, that was his regular persona, though. He was just funny in general. I mean, yeah, know, yeah. You know, Richard Pryor, just, man. Just had it. Wow. Any new music coming out? You, what, what is it with new music and, 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 and groups that have been around a while? Does that make any sense? No, it, it doesn't. I did a new CD. I have a CD that's, I mean, it's really, I don't know if you can see it. It's, this one. Oh, okay. Oh, hold it. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's got new music on it and it's selling pretty good. That's called Ooh Baby? Ooh Baby. Is Ooh, that the baby. lead single? Yeah. Put, huh? Is that the lead single Ooh. off the, off the, off yeah. the, uh... yeah. You pull wow, it up and, and, and listen. You go on YouTube, you can hear all of this stuff. I may deal with on them. YouTube? Yeah, YouTube got all my music. Okay, hold on. Let me see mm. something. Let me, let me see something. Let me, let me I want to get that. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby is a monster. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I already have book play here. That's so it. Let's boogie one on one. So we do not play here. We come prepared, brother. <laughs> I already, I already got it. it. And I'm going to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so this is, this is the current group. This is the current group now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's your wife. I can hear her. That's me. Oh, that's that's him. Yeah, that's a male voice. I've had some bad sure. times in my life. Okay. But being with you has changed my self-worth, my reason for living. You see things in me that I never knew I had. You bring out the best, <laughs> girl, you turn around the worst. You are my mirror of clear reflection. That's why I need to let you know my deepest feelings. It's a full of 
Let's go. <laughs> Ooh, baby. You make me feel so good. This is more than passion. Oh yeah, oh yeah, sweet, sweet brother, sweet. That is a sexy song, right Sweet, there. that's a monster. That's a monster yeah, really? clip. I'm gonna sing yeah. with this. <laughs> that is that's sweet. a monster, yeah. for real. Yeah. Sweet, that ten is sweet, brother. Wow. Got two of them on there. They got one on there. My wife leads, and there's another one, nice and slow, that Donald leads. I mean, it's. It's chock full of nuts, I guess you could say. <laughs> mm, nice. That is a sweet tenor there, boy. Who wrote that? Who wrote that, Cliff? That's I good. Well, you wrote that, okay? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, he got a wife that he can sing that ooh baby too. <laughs> got a young she, wife she too. Said it back too. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Wow, wow, wow. That was that's nice, man. That's nice. Let's listen to this one now. Let's take it all the way back, yo. Let's go get one-on-one show right here with Mr. Cliff Perkins from Soul Generation. This is Million Dollars. Love it, love it, love it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Love it, man. Amanda. We're going straight to body and soul, y'all. We're not going to stop. This is the Cliff Perkins Hour. Let's go. Yes, indeed. Let me get that, brother. My man. Whoa. That's music, y'all. That's the music, y'all. Y'all don't know? My mother thanks you. My father thank you. And we thank you. We thank you. For real. We thank you. That's music, man. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear the different parts? 
of the song. We heard what? you, that's for sure. Oh, I, 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 I couldn't help. Look, look, I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> we, we understand. We understand. We understand. Yeah, oh, my. We understand. You were your head moving back and your eyes oh, closed. Oh, man. I was, <laughs> I, was in, I was up in the Bronx just now, man. Yeah, he's and back to 72. Right <laughs> <laughs> That's a back, Jack. I, I forgot oh, her name, man. but I was there with her. Yeah, man. <laughs> nice, brother. Nice. Oh man. man! Wow, man! You know, Cliff. Um, wow. What what memories, man? What me and and the thing about it, you get to create these memories over and over for people, man. You see what yeah. it did to me, and yeah. and and, 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 and Miss Dahlia up here go act like I see. I see the kind of movement up there. She's feeling that. <laughs> oh, that, brother. I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> this is not a gender. This is not an age barrier thing. Everybody exactly. feels it. You know? Everybody. Good music yeah. is good music. I'm yeah. gonna yeah. respond. Yeah. To yeah. Music. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're finding out we you know, we're attracting younger audiences too. They're mm -hmm. starting to show up, and hey, this past weekend has a lot of young people at the show. Good, you know, excellent. Mm -hmm. A young group came up and said, "We love that song. We do that song in our show." I said, okay. "Really? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, because you were talking about Dahlia earlier about re somebody should be remake one of these songs. I think that's what you said before we came on. Yeah, a, a guy yeah, did a million dollars. I think it yeah, was uh, one guy did uh, Body and Soul. Uh, Wu Tang Clan sampled it, but this right. one guy did it. Yeah, I forget his name, but he did Body and Soul over. Very he nice. called me. He says, "Look, I want to record body inside." I said, "Well, send the paperwork. Ain't no problem." Right, yeah. right, right, mm -hmm. right. There you go. I got Zell. I got Cash App. How you want to pay for? That's right. How you want to pay for? I got to meet you on the corner too. It don't matter. Envelope <laughs> Make sure it's a brown envelope. That's for sure. Yeah. I I got some plaid stamps. Man, I, I hit the stage. I got help on stage. My wife, I mean, she sings. So, I mean, she does one song on the new CD, uh, Your Way, which is Your Way. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look for that. I'm going to look for that when we go off air. I'm going to hear that. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've heard her in person. Yeah. I've heard her. So, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. Very nice, man. How can people find you? She does you, some Cliff? gospel stuff. Oh, some gospel. oh, really? She does all that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Big time. Nice. Yeah. So listen, how can people... Oh, yeah, they can get me that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cliff. <clears throat> at soulg192 at AOL.com. And if they want to call me to book me and promoters, they can call me on the phone. It's 201-920-1021. 1021. And I'll pick it up. And if you, you ain't talking... <laughs> You talking the right stuff? I hang it up. Yeah. <laughs> wow! 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 Oh man! Uh, people out there that's listening, man, this is going to be on um, quite a few podcast sites. We are on uh, our own radio station, Fresh Nation Radio. I'll send you links for that, Cliff, so you can send it to your people. Okay, we're gonna, cool. We're going to be on uh, Spotify. We'll be on Pandora. We'll be on. Uh, Apple Audio Play. We're on this place, Podbean. We are on uh, YouTube, Facebook. We're all over the place. So there's a lot of links. When it goes out, it goes out to about 12 different podcast stations. Cool. And uh, yeah, and we're going to continue to play the rotation. We come on Saturday morning on Fresh Nation Radio, which I'll send you the link at 10 a.m. in the morning. You'll get that link as well, and we're going to post it on our social media pages so that people can listen in, and we continue to run it over and over again, 
Oh, and uh, I'll give you a copy of the audio as well as the video. So you'll have it yourself. Cool, cool. You know, and brother, we appreciate you coming out, man. We want to give you flowers while you're here. You deserve it. And we really appreciate your contribution. And that's for sure, man. That's for sure. Thank you. you know? Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And uh, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Don't oh, doubt. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here with our special guest, Cliff Perkins from Soul Generation. You heard it. Cliff, give us your number one more time. Uh, 201-920-1021 and soulg192 at AOL.com. If you're looking for a class, this is a class act. This is a class act that knows what they're doing. Call Mr. Oh, yeah, Cliff man. Perkins. Call yeah. Mr. Cliff and, Perkins. And, you know, uh, last week, New Year's Eve, we were in Jersey, you know, so they want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, at, Bill Brown is having a New Year's Eve thing. Us and uh, the Touch of Class. And they can Touch call class. Bill Brown, 848-303-1566 and get some tickets. And, okay. And anything else? Excuse me? Huh? No, I was telling Tattletale, did he love he write that down? He loves coming to these kind of shows. Yes, well, I've been I've been knowing Cliff for for years. And I always tell Cliff every I say, Yo, my man, you sound just like 1972. Cliff <laughs> sounds the same way. I've been telling that for years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for years. And I'm telling you something. This guy is a gentleman. He's very humble. He's very approachable. When I see him, I make him laugh. If I got people with me, I said, No, you see that guy right there? That's it. And I would tell Cliff, wave, Cliff, wave. And I said, that's the legend. That's from that's the guy from Soul Generation. My sister said, that's him with that big hat. I said, yeah, that's Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, like over the years, you 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 always been a class act, man. And it's funny, you name you named some names. You walk, you named some names that I knew too. Uh uh Sparky Martin, I knew him. Oh, and yeah. you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned Carlton Blunt. I got yep. in touch with Carlton last week. Oh, he's really? he's not doing too good. Yeah, yeah. I, I performed with him, with him with him and Tony and Luther a few times. Okay. That's right. Uh well, I found Carlton. He's not too good. Yeah, he's not too yeah. He's having some health issues. He's in Richmond, Virginia. And I told him I says, uh, when he's feeling better, we want to get him on the show so he can tell his story about the main ingredient. Yeah, tell him to call me. I will I'll definitely do that. I'll yeah. definitely do that. I went out when I definitely do it. Lead singer Carlton was the lead, and me and Luther did the best. That's player. right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yep. Oh, Carlton, we did, yep. We did a lot of the jails. That's what we did. We did it. Yeah, I hated it, but I went in there because I got <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 let me tell you, we go in, we, we went in the Rikers, right? So we got into the gate, uh, shut the door behind us, you know, it said, sound like a tomb, so. I said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so they gave us a card. They said, "Look, hold this card." He said, "Do not lose this card because if you lose this card, we got to shut the jail down until we can find that card." Wow, really? So I grabbed that card. I had that card in my hand the whole time I was singing. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> and, and, and when I gave them the card back, they could read it off the palm of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> wow! That's oh I'm man! Jail, I'm in the jail and people are yelling, "I'm going!" Shh, shh. <laughs> That's crazy, man! That's crazy. Uh, God said, "You got oh, to in this jail." I said, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> hey, Cliff! Cliff, give us give us the New Year's Eve thing one more time. 
Okay, that's New Year's Eve at uh, it's the Touch of Class and Soul Generation, and the guy, the promoter is Bill Brown, and you can call him at eight four eight three zero three one five six six. Touch the class, the Jackson brothers. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guys. Yeah, we'll man. be doing. I do a lot. Yeah. Of, try to get them a lot of stuff. I get them a lot of interviews and stuff like that. Excellent. You know what? Matter of fact, mention it to them. Bring them on. We bring them on the show. We bring. Yeah, them on the I'll, show. I'll call them tonight. Yeah. And tell them. Yeah. Let them. Yeah. Tell them I said hello, man. Tell them. Tell yeah. Them yeah. Jimmy D said hello, man. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you his number and I'll have him call you. Now. Yeah. Bet. Bet. I don't bet, know if you want to call him tonight. It's already going on ten o'clock, y'all. Yeah. True. Ah, they up. They up. They up. Yeah. Tell them to wear white gloves too. I can get away with that stuff, and guys. I can, I can beat them up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow, this has been a great interview, man. And thank you, thank you for being you, my brother. We appreciate you, man. And you're welcome here anytime. You got something going on? You wanted to get out? Just, just holler at us, man. We'll bring you back on. Whatever you want to do. Maybe we bring uh, your wife and and Donald on too. That'd be great. There's a yeah. lot of stuff we didn't touch. I got a lot, a lot of stuff. You know, Phil's hymen stories. Oh wow! Wow. wow. So we gotta do part two then. We gotta do yeah, part, yeah, two. part two. Yeah. Oh, so that, uh-huh. we'll set that up. We'll set yeah. that up for sure. And I want to okay, thank Star we'll Car we'll too. Let, we'll let I'll let Star do that. Just yeah, sure. yeah. Because I said thank you and uh, once again Star Car Productions uh, had a lot to do with this interview and we appreciate her and all she's doing. And as yeah. always, in party, we just gonna say yo, we'll see you on the next one. It's been it's been it's been a blast, y'all. And I want to say goodnight to my co-host, Daddy Manette, Tattletail, and our special guest, Cliff Burton. Good night. Good night, y'all. Good night, everybody. Stay safe.